podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. You started as an RN, caring for one patient at a time. But now you're being called to help more patients more often by earning your master's in nursing leadership and healthcare systems degree online from Grand Canyon University. You could become a leader responsible for staff development and patient care outcomes. What do you think making a difference in healthcare looks like? GCU offers over 175 high quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is Tuesday night and Liverpool Football Club have done a big mad U-E, a mad U-turn and uh, decided to keep paying their staff and not go down, down the four-lock slash four-low route. Uh, with me tonight I'll have Paddy Lawson and I will have Keith Plunkett and we will discuss this along with all the other random madness that comes with this show. The random stuff is extremely important because look there's no football to talk about so whatever random stuff you have throw it in there I will remind you as the show goes on though. Here we go. <laughs> And here we go. This show, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power. I forgot that bit in the intro. Fucking hate when I do that. A book is a website and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly. Remember to do so with Paddy Power. On with the show. Keith and Paddy are with me. And look, there's been a lot of controversy over the last couple of days with regards to Liverpool Football Club. What's been going on? Um, if you call a forelock or if you call a forelow, it's absolutely fine. Whatever way you want to call it, we're, we're cool with that. We, nobody knows what it is anyway. So, you know what I mean? People walking around shouting forelock at random um, just to make themselves look impressive. But... Keith, I'm going to come to you first. There has been a lot of controversy over it. Liverpool um, released a statement with regards to what they were going to do. Apparently, they weren't going to release it till probably um, this sometime this week, yeah. later on this week, until another club kind of leaked it and they were forced to put out the statement. Uh, I was on a show, um, the Football Terrace, a couple of days ago when I was asked about it, and my feelings were I could see what the club were trying to do. I could see why fans thought it was wrong, and I did think it, there would be a U-turn on it. What do you yeah. make of all this? Did you agree with it at the start? Did you understand it at the start? Did you think to be a U-turn? Are you happy to see a U-turn? Do you know what? I, I, exactly as you've said there, Gav, I was of the, the whole opinion myself agree totally because I thought, yeah, I can see what they're trying to do. I could I could tell there was going to be a backlash and I could tell there was going to be a climb down. Um, and that's it's quite unusual, you know, for a club to back down. Now, Liverpool are getting lashed out, but still, you know, uh, or just because they climbed down doesn't change the fact. Well, you know, the, we don't know the the situation. We don't know the ins and outs of everything that was happening. When I was looking at it, um, I in my other my other life, I'm a, a trade union delegate in the uh, the energy sector. So I was looking at it. I was looking at this from a worker's point of view, right? And I was looking and saying, right. They're not laying off staff and they're looking for a way to keep the job, job retention, basically, but also top up the salary so they keep their 100%. And I thought, right, I think they're trying to be cute here. And I think it's going to blow up in their face. It did. 
but I think a lot of people what what I'm worrying not worrying is so much about but even when the statement came out to say they were climbing down I felt that it, it wasn't all roses it was look trouble troubling times we have to change the business blah blah we realize we've made a mistake we'll have to look at worst case scenarios and best case scenarios I'm just hoping it doesn't come down to these people just get laid off you know that's the fear I'd have mm. all for the sake of a few you know social conscience mm. and moral guardians looking to to score points on social media you know because that was what was doing my head in was the amount of um pontificating online now look People power and fan power is a very strong thing. And certainly when it comes to Liverpool and Liverpool supporters, when it comes to social justice, I think it's a it's a huge part of the club that I think, I don't think FSG realised when they bought the club, but they certainly realised over their tenure what it involves and what the, the social fabric of Liverpool as a city and a fan base is. And I just felt they absolutely shot themselves in the foot doing this by announcing it so early in the process and so now I know there was the story that it was getting leaked but um, how it wasn't kept more under wraps when you need, you saw the, the abuse that Spurs were getting mm. for doing the you know after the Champions League run record profits and all that mm. and Liverpool tried to sneak it in I thought this isn't going to end well yeah like Spurs have done that Newcastle I think have done it but Newcastle are a basket case because your man refuses yeah. to close his shops because he feels yeah. that pairs of Lonsdales are, are essential for the for the world <laughs> in this COVID-19 um, but you know like uh, Avo's asking me what day is it Gav Avo I got the, the day right for once um, he thought we were going to bring Super Sub in to do the work um, obviously Fairclough no Forlock or Forlock whatever way you want Barry Carson's Norwich grasses up for uh, as a revenge for all the Suarez carnage wasn't Norwich <laughs> I didn't know who it was but Paddy you know Keith makes a decent point there you know like I don't think the one thing I would say is they do understand the social fabric of Liverpool fans. They know what they're about. They've seen it. They know of spirit of Shankly. They know the way when they tried to put ticket prices up, it went, it went badly. And over the years, we've seen them make better and better and better decisions. And with Peter Moore being there, you'd, you'd feel that that's just another, that's another, you know, brain to use in all this when they're making these decisions. I could see both ways. I could see the club trying to save some money, but topping up to make sure they guarantee 100%. Would you be worried as well that I don't think it'll happen now where the club turn around do a U-turn and then start laying off staff? I don't think that will happen. But would you be worried that, you know, staff could end up worse off than, than, than the agreement that was in place? Like not laying them off, but saying to them, listen, you know, your match day, your match day staff, we can only pay you. You know, well, you know, they probably were only being paid for match days anyway. But it, but saying we've no match day income now, so we're going to have to cut you, and this, this person will have to apply for this money anyway. Do you know that way? Would you be worried that Liverpool might do something different and harm the staff more, or do you think now they've been kind of told here um, that that won't be that? that no, won't be I, I, in my in my opinion, I think the club. Well, obviously, they made a mistake when they came out and said what they said and what they were going to do. And the U-turn is welcomed because of the amount of outrage that people had when they first heard it. Now, obviously, we're, we we don't live in Liverpool and we're not connected to the club financially as we, we as we have a show and stuff based on it. But you can't... It's, it's much more deeper than 
I think what people realise now outside of Liverpool that what the club has in the city is much more deeper than just just the club. There's a lot of um, livelihoods at stake around the ground and, and definitely involved in and around the fan base. Like people are people are outraged and calling people to arms saying, Peter Moore, you need to release a statement and you need to do this and you need to do that. Like, let's be honest, like John W. Henry is probably sitting over in Boston and he's saying, right, we'll do this and we'll do that. Like, look at Richard Branson. Richard Branson's a billionaire and he's asking for the bailout as well. And you don't see people up in arms over what he's going to do because he could start laying hundreds of people up as well and it'll affect a broad, uh, a more of a broad range. I don't think that the club are going to do a U turn again. Let's be honest, like, the club it does have a massive turnover of money and paid nearly 40 odd million last year to agents and stuff like that. And it has a 310 million wage bill and stuff like that. So in the long run, I don't know if it came out, the figures is probably what would they have to pay is probably a million a month or something mm. to keep everybody ticking over. But when when you look at some of the players' salaries, isn't 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 a lot for so many people. But my only concern would be now is that people start turning on the owners and turning on what the good work that they've done in the yeah. in the few in the years that they've been here. And hopefully it doesn't it doesn't dirty the babe as such, but I think it'd take a lot more than that to dirty the babe, especially that they've done the U-turn and they've come out and they've said, right, we won't use the money be better off to other parts of the country and we'll, we'll look after our own house. But uh, again, it's it, the, the decisions that the club have made, the club, it, it, although they say like it's the club is a family and everybody wants the club to be together, it, it's, it's still a business at the end of the day. And them lads um, that own the club the, the Fenway Sports Group, they are businessmen at the end of the day. And they've been, they're obviously custodians of the club now and they look after it and they're pointing us in the right, right direction. So let's hope they don't turn against the fans and the fans don't turn against them. And then it gets then it gets a bit, a bit petty because there's only going to be one winner. And I'm, I don't think it'll be the fans, unfortunately. But again, saying that, as Keith said, like the, the, the power of the, of the fan base is unbelievable especially in a club like Liverpool um, it's just one thing that we need to remember is that it is a business at the end of the day and these men do have a lot of money and I think in hindsight they probably look back and say we shouldn't have said that we just should have paid our way and left her at that you know yeah um <coughs> Barry Carr says, um, Spirit of Shankly is like the A-team. If you have a problem and no one else can solve it, then you call the Spirit of Shankly. Barry, listen, I, I, I've no contacts with the Spirit of Shankly. Um, I know one or two guys that are in the Spirit of Shankly. I know them because I've heard them on podcasts talking about Spirit of Shankly. But one thing I will say is, they're a great, they're a great asset to have as a fan base, in my opinion, right? But the simple reason is, they are a voice that will stand up for fans if there is enough yeah. of a outcry. You know, Spirit of Shankly and all this came out and said they had written a letter to Liverpool explaining the decision to forlow or forelock. Um, I'm just going to call it forlow, right? Just call it a COVID. Yeah. Just, call, just call it a forlow. COVID. Right, I'll just call it the forlow, right? Um, but, but, but they 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 did ask for an explanation. Um, they said they were writing a letter. And... That's no bad thing to have somebody there that the club know that they will have representation of the fans asking them what's going on. You know, I know for a fact, um, 
Newcastle fans would love to have a version of Spirit of Shanty. I'm sure Blackpool would have would have loved to have a version of Spirit of Shanty when Oyston uh, and his and his family were just dragging yeah. that club down, um, literally attaching and weights to it and throwing it into the Irish Sea. Yeah. Um, more of those spores as well, like <coughs> spores going through with this. Are their fans happy to see? Well, I don't know. Like some, someone, else, I mean? someone else says there that, you know, spores done it and, and they haven't got as much as the backlash. Liverpool are a massive, uh, one of the biggest clubs in the world. This oh, is why, why I get it. Go sorry, on. because people were talking about Shankly and all, and what Shankly embodied and all, and Shankly was for the people and about the people and all, and like you just have to look at like who runs sports. Like Daniel Levy runs sports, and he's he, he, that mean he counts his money in the mirror in case he ripped himself off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you just like it's it's different strokes for different folks. Liverpool at the top level have made a mistake and have turned around and and they've done a U turn. Yeah, like sports won't do it. I don't think sports will do it because I'm telling you. Like the, they've paid out a serious amount of money for that stadium. That yeah. Jose is there now. Kane, I think I heard a few weeks ago. Kane was talking about if yeah. But listen, rest. Kane's been talking a lot, and he's he's. A, oh, I can't I can't even listen to that man because yeah. you know he, he talks. He, he just talks shy on a regular regular basis. Mind you, so do I. But um, yeah, he, gets, he, he gets paid an awful lot more to do so. Um, but. but the, the the thing is, like Abo says there, he works for a massive company with a much bigger turnover than, than Liverpool. And 58% of their staff is being furloughed. What's the issue? It's not... Listen, it, it makes headlines. There's two issues yeah. to this. There's two parts to this. One, it makes headlines because it's Liverpool. Because everyone fucking hates Liverpool. Let's be honest. Yes. Right? If you're not a Liverpool fan, yeah. everyone fucking hates us. That's yeah, just man. the way it is. And, you know, people go on about, oh, everyone hated United in the 90s. Trust me, they hate fucking Liverpool more. Right? And that's that's the truth. And it's not only Liverpool. Sorry if I couldn't across. not just Liverpool Football Club. It's Liverpool as a city. And yeah. skills people yeah. in general but that the, but the UK hate. But you know, this is more than a football club. This is a social society thing over there that's a huge... People think it's just, oh, they hate Liverpool. Liverpool were successful. No, they hate Liverpool as a city over Mm. Yeah. But but the thing is, like, the, and and you're right. The, the, the it, it, look, it sells newspapers. It gets online clicks. It does all yeah. that, right? The second the, the second part of this is the Liverpool fan base to go. No, we feel yeah. this is wrong, and they speak out about it. Okay, and enough people spoke out about it. Now, yeah. I've spoken to Liverpool fans that that have gone. It's 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 disgraceful. I've speak spoken to others that went. Look, if you actually look at it, they're basically they're ensuring that these people get paid. You know, yeah. and I like I I made the point on the show I was doing the other day that the word indefinitely is what what got me in all these. Yeah. You know, we're, we're extending seasons indefinitely. Now I know FIFA have done the same. I know UEFA have done the same. So this league will finish. It will finish on the pitch and it will finish on television. That I'm not. I'm never. Been, I've never been more certain of that. Liverpool will be crowned champions, right? And we'll all have a fucking great time. Uh, Grizz is asking, <laughs> is that is that pads on? It is. It's Paddy Lawson on Grizz, and you were offered the opportunity to come on with him, and you said no. Um, so I just want to throw that out there. I want to just store the sh- just store the shit. <laughs> A little bit, and then you can try explain yourself. Um, but you know, the, 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 there's two parts to this, and it's a perfect storm, isn't it? Like everyone in the media going absolutely yeah. rasher over this, and then you have the you know Liverpool fans who, rightly or wrongly, have decided to express their concerns over it, and you know this is where we've got to. But look, the club going forward, the, the statement had said they're, they're sorry for getting it so wrong. I think they were, I have a little feeling they were trying to do the right thing to make sure they got, 
they could just guarantee staff that they weren't people paying mortgages weren't worrying and you know when i had my job in two months time they might have been going about it that way but people would see it as no they're just trying to save money well mm, i'm not too sure um because sorry, it, sorry it, gavin i just say something there. Of course you can patty what people should be more worried about is not the like obviously the, the staff that are involved with the club but what about the people around the ground like the pubs and the bars and the chip shops and stuff like that mm-hmm. there's no there's no, uh, you don't see anyone coming out and talking about them. What are they gonna get? Because let's be honest, the people around the ground rely more on the club than the people in the club. Like the people yeah. that work for Liverpool Football Club will be guaranteed that money, will be guaranteed a few quid. But what about the lads that own the bars and sell the scarves and do all that around the ground? Like that, that, that if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be that sentimental, that that were uh, the club for the people and the club for the area. What about the people around? The area? Case and just spot on, Paddy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So how far does it run down? Like how far yeah. do how far do we go? How far do we go out? From the ground here, like if you're in five miles of the stadium, we'll give you a few mm. quid. That means we'll be throwing a few quid into everything. Do you know what I mean? You mm. do it. But well, you know what? <laughs> I, do you know what? Do you know what I was thinking as well, Keith? And I don't know if I'm just being a. I don't know if I'm drunk because it's, the cans are, are. It's a fluid situation uh, with the cans, right? But do you know what I don't? If I was a Liverpool fan, I am a Liverpool fan. But if I'm a Liverpool fan and I'm against what the club are doing doing there. I'd nearly be against the players giving the government so many percent of their wages. Yeah. And the reason for that, Keith, is I'd be looking going, hold on. You want to you want, you, you want you want no, but but what I'm saying is like if you view this as you know the club trying to save a few quid, yeah. I'd nearly be against the pl- no, look, I'm not. I, I, if the players want to come out and give a donation, absolutely fine. But I'm not into this where they're being pressured, pressured, pressured to give yeah. some of their wages. You know, they're talking about 30% and stuff like that to f- to basically fund the N or par fund the NHS. It's where do you, where do you stand on that? Because I feel that that's, that's a, an undue pressure you know, on somebody that has a, con- that somebody that has a contract to do a job. They're doing it. They're being denied the chance to do it, but still a contract and they have to be paid for, for people to turn around and try pressure footballers into giving oh. their money away. Oh. It's scandalous. And a lot of the people pressuring them are in high positions, high paid positions. You know, Matt Hancock coming out. I know he was asked a question and he threw Premier League footballers under the bus, but he, he sort of doubled down on it again after that. You know, they're not calling for the, the top bankers to take pay cuts. They're not talk, calling for the, the politicians that are earning have a M- fortune. Have MPs taken a, a, a wage yeah. cut? We don't know. Do you know the what I mean? Not being, if they have, they're not being named and shamed. Do you know what I mean? They're not being dragged out like footballers. I think a lot of people think for Premier League footballers, especially, they've loads of money and they think are they just going around spending it on cars and whatever else. A lot of them do a lot of charity work. They do a lot of um, helping their communities, helping around the clubs and all that. And I'm pretty sure a lot of the players are looking at this situation and want to do something but the fact they're being forced into it with a set 30 percent you know like what's 30 percent of let's say mo salah right 30 percent of his wages no one wants to give up 30 percent but it's a big drop but if you compare that to quivy and keller just thinking of someone down the yeah. lower end of the spectrum mm. now maybe he's not a good example maybe he's only on youth Fortis jones Curtis Jones, like 30% of there. I know they've got a lot of money, but you know, the, the, there has to be a bit of sense. I think Wayne Rooney came out with the most common sense statement of the whole thing. Do you know, and if he's the one that's the voice of reason, well, then I don't know why these politicians and brain trusts over in the UK can't come up with something 
you know, that's a bit more in touch with the real world. Like, this throwing Premier League footballers under the bus is ridiculous. Oh, hi. Sorry, sorry, Keith. I just throw something at you there, right? So, let's say you're Jordan Henderson. You're on 150 grand a week or whatever he's on, right? So, Jordan Henderson let's gets... Call it, let's call it 100. Right. Let's, he's on 100 grand a week, right? Mm. So, he gets taxed by the week or by the month and he pays 50% tax mm. on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then people want him to throw another 30% of his wages... So he's getting taxed anyway, and then he wants to throw another thirty percent down for a good gesture because he's on a hundred grand a week. So what exactly. about the lads and the rock star or the, the the likes of fucking I don't know singers live in London and fucking people that own hotels and all? Are they turning around and offering up? I know, like actually, Gary Neville took his hotel off uh, off the likes of uh, TripAdvisor and stuff and whatever, and gave his hotel up for free for NHS staff, which is which is unbelievable. Like and it's Let's say the club offered like their medical staff to help out and stuff like that. That would probably probably be more beneficial than taking more money off more players. I'm not saying that players don't want to give the money. Like I know Henderson. Yeah, but it should be it should be a thing. Like Henderson has set up something, or he's trying to yeah. where he can yeah. set something up, and and that's just because, as I said, footballers are are, are a big profile in public life. That's just the way it is. They're yeah. probably bigger than MPs. Like Chris Brax's uh, CEOs, MPs are not being asked to drop wages. Barry Carr's Man City are being funded by the biggest of the Emirates in the EU, uh, UAE. No need for British government coin. Yeah, that's a fair point. Kevin O'Sullivan says, Kevin O'Sullivan says, UK MPs recently got a 15% increase uh, this year. Um, Chris says, thought all this situation uh, through all the situation, the Henderson charity he set by Premier Captains of, for NHS has not been given enough positive press. Owen Bork feels that the Premier uh, Premier players should donate a portion of the wages to an NHS fund rather than take money out of the exchequer by taking a pay cut. That's what they should do. There shouldn't be yeah. a case of take they, but there it should be a case of not. The number 10, 15, 20, 25, or 30 percent shouldn't be bandied around. Jordan Henderson should be going to the captains and saying, "Listen." As a, like, if you put it this way, you have 20 Premier League clubs, right? They all have about 25 players in a squad, right? It's 500 players. So what we're all going to do is we're going to, by ratio, we're going to put a half a million a week down, right? Yeah. It works out with a grand a, a week a man. It's a half a million a week, yeah. right? Now, Jordan Henderson might put in 1,200, but like the likes of another fella might only put in eight because yeah. of earnings to be done on ratio. ratio. Yeah. But it should be there decision as to what amount they do right and the funny thing is if they make that dis- that donation and they send it do you know they can claim it back against the tax no right so <laughs> it's actually doing the government fucking no good exactly right? unless they unless, unless, no no unless they write it off right if jordan henderson was given five grand a week to the nhs he would have to declare it right mm. and if he declares he can claim it back against the tax the following year so the government would actually need to be giving it back to him Right, so unless he says no, I don't want the back, and I don't want to claim against it. Um, politicians are just deflecting news from themselves as usual. As usual, the cretins says Barry Devaney. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Dylan if we said, can just say one more thing there as well. They came out can. that the, the the executives at Liverpool have all took a twenty five percent pay cut. Okay. Um, the Moore, um you know all the. Billy Hogan and all, all these the, guys, all the lads, they've all taken a pay cut and it wasn't being sort of put out there. They didn't want it being put out there because they wanted to put undue pressure on players feeling they'd have to take it. So a lot of the stuff that the club are doing, I think, and maybe I'm naive and maybe I'm wrong, I think they were trying to do it um, for, the, for the good of all the people 
Do you know what I mean? And maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on that, but I just think they get they get a lot of stick and because they're an easy target. But mm. when you look into it, none of us know the ins and outs of them. We're all just speculating and assuming, but they're not all that bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um listen, there's going to be some random questions that have come in. A few have popped up on the screen there, but if you have written them, remember them and when I give you the shout, go and send them in to us. Um, we love the random stuff. We have two lads that are brilliant out of Keith and Paddy are just a bit mental, so it suits them. Um yeah. But a couple of things, a couple of ad, bit of admin to get out of the way. Uh, YouTube, subscribe, um, hit the like button, hit the notifications icon, all that mess, right? You can share it around wherever you want to. Twitter slash Periscope, share it, follow us on Twitter, share the broadcast, do all that. You will see on screen the little hot mic emblem. Anyone that hasn't heard of hot mic, it's a new thing we're doing. Um, it, we will vary the show. Some will be on Hot Mic and YouTube. Some will be on Periscope. Uh, sorry, some will be on Hot Mic and YouTube. Some shows will be on, like tonight's, uh, Periscope and YouTube. Please go on to Hot Mic. Everyone has a bleeding phone, right? Everyone has a, 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 a touch phone, whatever the fuck, smartphone. Go on, type Hot Mic into, whether it's Apple Store or whether it's the Android Store. Type in Hot Mic, download it. It will simply ask you for your email address and a password you would like to set up. And when you're prompted, it will ask you an invite code. Hit LFCDT and you will sign up and be immediately following us. Um, you will get our shows on that. Not enough people have signed up for me. Um, I know... Keith's very upset over it. Um, Paddy's just getting wind of this and will be upset. And when Paddy's upset, <laughs> the whole world is upset. When Paddy is, is upset, the world cries. So, yeah. listen, it's very simple. Just go on, get on your smartphone, download the app, and just sign up, and you'll get a notification when we're going live on that as well. It's really easy to watch on. It's a good interface. There's good. There's, it's a really simple uh, chat setup as well, and we're trying to grow that as we go. Uh, that's the end of that. I'm not going to say any more, but I will tell you, as I've always said, we are genuinely the world's biggest Liverpool podcast that is 100% free. It will always be free. There is not a big Liverpool podcast out there bigger than us that gives you everything for free. It's just not there. There's not many bigger than us in, in the first place, but it's just not there. We are the biggest and we are the ones that give you everything, absolutely everything for free. Um, let me see. Let me see. When do you reckon we'll be back playing, says Chris Prosser? Uh, June the 4th is my show. Keith yeah uh, I don't know it's, it's so hard I think they will be under pressure to get the games done so yeah I think June might be might be a, a good show ok Paddy when will we be back playing I think the Bundesliga I've seen earlier on is trying to be back for the 2nd or 3rd of May I don't see that happening somewhere between the 2nd and 9th of May yeah. yeah, we see they're very efficient over there. And I know it's a cliche, the German efficiency, but the testing and all they're doing, like, they're happy enough that they've, you know, got on top of this and they're good to go. Whereas I think the UK, unfortunately, sort of fanny the belt at the start, for want of a better phrase, and maybe a few, you know, weeks, many weeks behind. So it's not I don't that. Know Keith, sorry, Keith, did the likes of fucking Chandler and all? Like, come on. Ah. Like, and then you have mangoes over here ordering gear from fucking China and it's too small and all like you couldn't like if 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 there's aliens gonna invade this fucking this planet, they're gonna turn up and they're gonna land in Ireland and they're gonna say, just leave this place alone, it's full of bleeding mangoes. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, like people are saying that John reckons the football will be back in July um, Owen Book says FSG thought they were doing the right thing by paying the other 20% of wages billionaire mentality they are billionaires for a reason that's a fair point uh, John O says uh, sorry just following up with that he says no club gets battered more by everyone else like uh, than Liverpool don't care what anyone says these people haven't us. been able to rip us on the field so they're laying into us over this yeah and the, the funny thing John for me in all of this is having a big laugh Right, a coronavirus maybe stopping Liverpool win the title, and then when all the associations come out and say no, we're, def- we're this is suspended indefinitely. We will start the nineteen twenty season, and fin to a f- we will conclude it to a finish when it's safe to do so. Now they're all crying because this decision is being made, and why are we discussing this when there's COVID nineteen in the world? You know, they're assholes basically, right? And um, don't be minding opposition fans. This is going to this going this is going to end. With Liverpool lifting the title and games played, you know, all Dave Lennon reckons all behind closed doors. I absolutely agree. Dylan O'Rourke asks big question, lads. You're in the chipper. Um, what sauce do you get? It's gravy for him. He knows that's controversial, but he's going with gravy. Uh, Paddy, where are you going? What sauce are you going for? Depends on what you get, Gav. Right. So I'm going to tell you, you're going in and you're going to be getting chips, a quarter pounder and a portion of uh, chicken goujons, whatever the fuck they're called, strips. Oh, there'll, be, there'll be two sauces then. There'll be curry <clears> and a taco sauce. A curry and a taco. Yeah, strategic. Okay, no worries. Keith, what are you going for? Yeah, curry, I think. Um, I love like fish and chips with curry. Mm-hmm. Bit of a weirdo like that, curry with the fish. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, curry. The garlic sauce is the one for me. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. I love garlic sauce, but yeah. I find it can be hit and miss in some places. Well, yeah. the, 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 chipper, the chipper by me, I love getting, um, I'd say they hate me because when I ring up, <laughs> my wife only wants a burger with this, this and this on it. I like kebabs with no veg, just garlic sauce, chili sauce and cheese. Um, <laughs> my daughter likes a burger with nothing on it, just fucking nothing on it. Just put the burger in a bun and send it up to me. Um, <laughs> but I love, I love, um, I love the chips or, or battered sausages with garlic sauce. I think. Oh, no, battered sausage, curry sauce. Sorry. No, garlic sauce won't get it into you. Uh, hopefully, when this when it does get going, fans will be allowed in, but can't see that happening. It's his own book. I can't either. I think they will get this finished and then we'll look to start next season. And I think this is key. They'll look to start next season at a date where they will get fans into the stadium because TV companies will, will put up with this season being finished, but they will want... They will want next season starting with fans in stadiums because, believe it or not, try watch a game with nobody in the stadium and it's even at home. It's extremely fucking dis- dis- disorientating. Is that yeah. The- Is it? yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I watched Juventus against them. Juventus against Inter. I think was one of the last games in Serie A yeah. before true, they locked yeah. it down. And I, I got about twenty minutes in and I felt like I was nearly dizzy watching it because I was like, "What? Why am I? There's nothing." You can't yeah, focus on what's going on. Yeah. And yeah. All, like, it's fucking ridiculous. It's mad. Kevin O'Sullivan says curry or tartar sauce. He's obviously gone for the fish and chips, I'd say. Uh, 
and he also says players will need a two-week mini preseason to get back into shape and it'll all depend how hospitals are coping over the next few months. They're under pressure. And and, and the, the for the wheels to turn in the world and industry, they're under, they're under massive, massive pressure. Yeah. Avo has hot curry or sweet curry sauce. Uh, Megan says, after all this over this league win will be a lot more sweet our rivals fan will hate us even more yeah they probably will yeah. Dylan O'Rourke says would you rather look 10 years old from the neck up or the neck down um, look oh, <laughs> 10 years would you la- rather look 10 years old from the neck up or the neck down so you're having a man's body with a 10 year old's head or I had a big mutton head when I was 10 actually so I might be alright I'll take I'll take I, I, that's a fucking the desperate question. Um, <laughs> yeah, Paddy, what are you going for? Um, I look about fifty now, and I'm only twenty three, so I'm gonna go for the young, bat, the young head and the old body. Okay. Yeah, same as myself. I know, yeah, I think I'll do the same. Could you imagine me walking around with a 10-year-old buddy? That's mad. Uh, especially when I need it. And drinking cans. I swear to God, yeah, and the the, the absolute. Like need for a haircut is un fucking believable at the moment. Um, opinion on Dana White's Foy Island. I I read a little bit about this, um, oh, but am I right in saying that Khabib was meant to be fighting Ferguson? Yeah, and yeah. has Khabib just decided he's not having her anymore? Yeah, he's not. Yeah, man, Khabib was in Dubai and a training camp, and then word like it was coming out that the crown was getting serious, so he just jumped on a jet and flew back to Russia or Dagestan or wherever he's from. Right. And- I was like, I'm not coming back out. Ah, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's welched on that bit, hasn't he? Uh, <laughs> Jono says, true Geordie's monologue on opposition fans laughing at Liverpool, maybe yeah, not winning the Premier League because of coronavirus was brilliant and 100% Spot on the on. money. Yeah. That is, yeah. yeah, that's probably the video to play. And it's... It, it's well, you actually listen to that. Sorry, I listened to that podcast. It was very good about like what they can do, set up like... Uh, It'd be like all the games you based in the Midlands and stuff like that around Manchester because you've you Everton's ground, Liverpool's, Man City's and Man United's grounds in close proximity mm-hmm. and big hotels and it'd be in like a training camp where only the players are there and staff and all, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's actually very really good. Yeah. Um, no, in fairness, it was a top class video in fairness too. Um, let me see. Chris Back asks, and this is a question for everyone, not only the three people on the show, but everybody, right? Because some of you... People will know some of the trippers. Some of you will not just have an idea of what they are from listening to them on microphones and watching them on screen. But the question is, you swap lives with one of the day trippers for a week. <laughs> who do you swap with? <laughs> Paddy Lawson, who are you swapping with? Um, it's, it's one of two people. Right. It's now, just, just to let you know. If you're going to pick Phil Casey, you have to take all of the fields. No, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, I said one and two people. It was between one and eight. Um, <laughs> now, I'd probably have to go for Steve-O, Steve Daly. Right. Because of that hair. I just love to have that hair for a week. I'd okay. just walk around calm every five fucking seconds. Okay. Or, you had another mm. one in mind. Did you, did you think Phil? Oh, I was Phil, but I'd like to be, I'd like to be Davro. I'd like to be a postman for a week just for listening to the podcast. Shane Davron. Yeah, what a hero! Yeah. What a man! He is beautiful. Solid well. beat game, all right. Ah, oh, man, he, he just fl- he just floats around the living room post listening to the podcast. The best job ever. Yeah, he does. He does, and and he's um deceptively good looking. Oh, and, um, and he and he and he downplays it all the time. He's, a, he, he's a solid man. And he's solid. A, and he's a former plasterer <laughs> as well. 
Um, yeah, oh, multi-talented. So, Avo will go for him. Um, it's not Keith's cleaner, Avo. It's uh, Andy Young's cleaner. Yeah. Uh, who has the mad? Um, what was it? The, moppy the, mop slippers. Moppy moppy slipper things, wasn't it? Or yeah. something you call them? Yeah. Um, oh, Andy has all the homework. Andy's not, yeah. no. So basically, Paddy, what happened was we were talking about um, cleaning the house, having a cleaner, because Andy's full of notions, right? Because well, he's, he's notions. In the right? Yeah, and he goes to evoke it, and all these yeah notions, right? So basically, he was talking about, and he went, "Oh yeah, no, I was asking." me clean how she gets the tiles on my kitchen floor so clean and she said something about slippers and i said what slippers like what and he says yeah she walks around in these special slippers after she does the floor to buff them and get them to clean without any watermarks so he just called them a uh, special moppy slippers that's what they're called <laughs> special moppy slippers uh own book would would be filled to stop him giving out so much there's so many fields though there's no, a range of fields you don't Sorry. want to be in fields life for Give us a look at it for 24 hours, flying the wall, but then you'd be out of there. You'd be like, no, this yeah. is too much for me. He's absolutely mad, Phyllis. No, we love, we love him, but he's just... He's he just, is insane. Uh, the cleaner chat was one of the funniest ever, says Dylan O'Rourke. Listen, when you get Andy talking about anything, because he has notions, <laughs> it's it's mental. <laughs> like, you know, he looks down at people that doesn't have a, a Bosch dishwasher. That's how bad it is. Um, yeah. Like, he really does. It's it's mad, like, you know. Like, I love him. I just love everything about the man. Uh, Keith, who are you swapping with? Grizz. Grizz. Grizz can. Because he's like a celebrity. You know what I mean? I'll never have that celebrity lifestyle. So I think if I could walk <laughs> yeah. a mile in Grizz can shows, yeah. I think that set me up. Yeah. Um, Grizz is not a bad show. What about you? Who, who would I pick? You. Actually, yeah, Gav, I'd like to be you for a week. Ah, you wouldn't yeah. like to be me. Fuck that. Why not? Nah, Going around playing man. golf and drinking cans and yeah, smoking. Well, that's, that's fair enough, yeah. yeah. It's actually it's not <laughs> bad, yeah. It's not bad. Um, I'd let just be me for a week just once you don't affect me golf handicap. I don't want to come back and look like an absolute spasmo. I we play golf for a hurdle, Gavin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We played it once and ended up my arms are killing me. I was blading drilling the ground, took lumps up out of course. Dylan <laughs> Dylan says the missus says they're called buff things, says they're amazing. Buff things. Dylan just keeps referring to us to the, the missus. What's what's her name? <laughs> You can say, because then when you say, like, oh, Sandra says, well, if he says, Sandra says is this, we just know a resident, uh, Sandra, is yeah. Dylan's girlfriend, Sandra. I don't know if her name is Sandra. It's probably not. Um, it's Keith, probably you would definitely fun. need to up your context to be Grizz, says Chris Back. That's a very fair point. Um, get Grizz's trans- transfer contacts if you swap with him, says own book. Oh, they're, they're under extreme lock and key. Um, I think, I think if I, if I, Shawnee, you can't look past Shawnee. Oh, yeah. Neve, Neve is her name. Neve is her name. So our resident Neve is, um, Dylan's girlfriend is our, now our resident Neve to just lets us know what stuff yeah, is called. Yeah, like, say Neve. Yeah, just like, um, you know, moppy things. Yeah, that <laughs> absolutely covers it. Uh, she's commonly known as Frank though, which is cool. So we call her Neve, Neve or Frank. So when we reference Neve or Frank from now on, it's, it's Dylan's, uh, better half. Neve or Frank. Um, I think it's hard to look past Shawnee. Yeah. Um, you know, Spanish board lives in town, lives, has a good job, lives in town, looking. great Hands looking, great shoulders. Um, serious at FIFA, serious at FIFA. Uh, he has, he's, he's a, he's the full package, Sean. He is to go absolutely off the wall. Um, Neil Gray. Um, <laughs> if you're a Neilo for a week, I'd say just you wouldn't make it, you just wouldn't make it, you know what I mean. <laughs> 
when 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 you get the contract to be Nilo for a week, you expect it to last four to five days, Max, and that's the end. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Somebody asked me on Twitter earlier as well. Um, the Masters was meant to be on a course around this time, and it's not. But he has been rescheduled. Uh, the three majors in golf have been rescheduled for later on in the year. The Open, I know, has been cancelled. I don't know if they're going to move that. I highly doubt it. They'll probably cancel for the year. Uh, the British Open, uh, of course. But somebody asked me on Twitter and said, um, with this meant to be on at the moment, Tiger Woods won it last year. Does that go down as the greatest sport and comeback you've ever seen? Of course, Tiger Woods is, will go down as the best golfer probably that's this generation's seen anyway. Um, he hasn't eclipsed Jack Nicholas for the amount of majors he's won, but the, the way he's played golf over the last 20 odd years, a little bit more, has been nothing short of sensational. Although he has had massive back, uh, massive back problems and he did come back and win the Masters last year. So, um, is it the best sport and comeback you've seen? Tiger Woods coming back and winning another major last year. Or Keith, is there any other sport and comebacks you can think of where you went, Jay's, that's unbelievable. And it would better yeah, Tiger Woods. Not really better than Tiger. I mean, Tiger Woods is the ultimate one, isn't it? Like, because he was so good and I used to hate the bastard. Do you know, with any sports, like elite sportsmen like that, when they're constantly winning, you, you sort of root for them, not to lose, but for someone else to come on and have a slice of it. And then he fell off a cliff and to come back, you know, it's it's hard to, I'm trying to think, was there any... Well, you see, to go from such a height he was on, Exactly, and and then to drop down, and it was sad to watch him. Like I don't yeah. really, I don't, I don't really relate to Tiger Woods as a person because when I watch him, he kind of annoys me a bit. But yeah, what he done in the game of golf, he was he was at the pinnacle for so long, and then he had a massive, massive drop where he went completely. Like it wasn't even being spoken of because of the injuries he had and personal issues as well. But to come yeah. back like that, true injury and all the everything else that happened to him, it, it's massive. I think it's hard to um. I think it's hard to, to look beyond it, isn't it? John Travolta. Not a bad show. Not a bad show. Um, it's not exactly sports, man. Is it a sport or in, in every way? I don't know. Well, like, I don't know. Like, if Mary fucking used to go to the shops and then couldn't because she was paralyzed and then got up there one day and walked to the shop, I suppose that's a massive comeback. So you could put her up there on Tiger Woods. I don't know. Um, but listen, have a little <laughs> think about it. We might come back to it towards the end of the show. We've about 10 minutes left. Uh, somebody asked the top five are your maddest Liverpool game on the club that you've seen? The maddest Liverpool game? Yeah, the five far away to Norwich is, is the show straight off the patch. Yeah, straight off yeah. the bat. The Dortmund oh, game's a maddest. Dortmund, yeah. Yeah, four three no. Palace Sazon yeah. Brook. Classic game. Yeah, has to be. Mm. That, that 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 was that that was just that was something. Something was glitching in the matrix or something that night. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Like even the if you look at that, that Barca game, the beauty of that I found like the, obviously you had Spurs and Ajax was on the next night and they were trying to compare them as being some way comparable, but they weren't because. We were on such a tight rope with the away goal against yeah. Messi yeah. and Suarez and all. Like the fact that we went and done that, it was just yeah, it's hard to eclipse that. But that was just sort of a night of domination, really, wasn't it? Mm. I think it was just the manner of how we done it. Yeah. And just the it's like, that made that night like Origi, yeah. Trent, the corner, and all had a good game that night. Like there was a yeah, it was it was phenomenal. It's uh, but it's gas. Like I've asked you that, and there's been like four or five straight off straight away. People are mentioning four or five games. There has been, yeah. um, there has been, uh, there has been some great ones. Uh, topical time of the year. Jesus Christ, he made some great comebacks. He did. Jesus Christ made a deadly yeah. one. Yeah. 
He did. And all, and all, out of it all, we got the Easter Bunny, which is a fucking massive bonus. So, you know what I mean? That's you can't true. argue with it. Uh, Arsenal in the cup was wild. Started the game saying couldn't be bothered. 30 minutes in, was doing knee slides in my sitting room, says Dylan. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was very, I was, I was very similar as well. Laughing my head off. Um, when it started 3-1 down at top, I hope they don't get bashed and then like, Bet into it then from there on in. Um, my daughter was sitting beside me and she was like, What's going on? I was like, Lee Cup, it doesn't even matter. She was like, You're getting yeah. very upset. And I was like, Shut up. Uh, King coming back after Soy Pan. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah, that's a good show. I was, I went to his first game against Bulgaria when he came back. Mm. Him and Stilian Petrov were playing against each other. I was, I was in, it was in the old Crow Park. I was at to get me junior results that night and instead of going to the town on the rip, I got two tickets for that match and I went. The junior set rules? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Really? Yeah. That long ago? Jesus, yeah. Fair play. Yeah. Uh, Megan says nothing beats the Barca game. Um, I don't think it does. Lads, you know the way this is all, all this messing's going on? Um, every day there's a conversation around what are we, what are you doing to pass the time and stuff like that. What are you doing to pass the time? Keith? It's hard, because like, I'm walking during the day, so that's fine, but... Um, I tried to get out, like today I was out for about an hour and a half with the young for playing football. We live in the city centre, you know, there's no grass here, looking for a bit of concrete to kick a ball about. Mm. And that's it, you know, other than that then, it's arsing about the house scene, is there anything you can do, is there, it, it's a bit of a pain, you know what I mean? Mm. See, I live in an apartment, so it's not like we have uh, pantries or moppy slippers in here, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's <laughs> small space. Yeah, but don't, like, don't go on as if it's tenement, it's not tenement. It's not tenement, no, it's not. Okay. But, you know, there is a lot of us in here now, and the fact that... What do you mean there's a lot of us in here? Who's <laughs> in the place? <laughs> five of us, like, boys. Five of you. You're going on there, there's about 40 hard. people in there. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Dylan started a Marvel cinema campaign last night, one Marvel film per night. That's not bad, although I wouldn't watch yeah. it. Um, let me see. Avo says all his solid chocolate Easter eggs in the pantry are gonna go to waste. Uh, no matches to go to throw at the opposition players. Yeah, but Jesus, th- like they are gonna go to waste. That was a great conversation we had that night. That was um, a match, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you doing, Paddy? Other than waiting uh, for the bear to your child, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, I've been out. I, I, I'm in walk still. I'm still walking at home, just trying like we're we're, we're getting quiet about the day, but. Still doing bits of walking. I'm out doing a bit of walking. I'm trying to get back running. As you know, I had an Achilles operation back in October. So I'm just basically getting back up and running at the moment. So I'm doing a lot of walking, a little bit of jogging, trying to shift a few pounds. Um, but other than that, just just tipping away, doing bits and pieces around the gaff. Just nothing mad like. Mm. But actually, actually, I have a show if you... If, well, now everyone's going to have a people might kick off now, but we want a program to watch that you think is for women only. Start watching Grey's Anatomy, lads. Tanya, change your life. What, Grey's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy. I'm Tanya, get a uh, key though. It's unbelievable. Tanya, yeah. very, very good on Amazon. Very, very good. Uh, all right. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, all right, fuck off, honey. No, no, <laughs> I, my wife watches it. My wife watches it. I've seen, uh, a, few, seen a few episodes of it. Um, We'd have to ask uh, Neve for her thoughts on that. So if if, um, if Dylan is still watching, get Neve. Neve should be our correspondent for stuff like that. Yeah. Where we go, oh, get Neve onto the case here. What's the what's the crack on Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Rate, rate of one one Neve, two Neve, three Neve, four Neves, or five Neves. Um, as how good it is. Sorry, Paddy, you want to say something did, else? Did you did you did you watch that thing, the Tiger King? It's on every. I haven't watched it. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Is he riding the tigers or what's he doing? I'll tell you what it is, right? If you imagine a hillbilly fella who's on meth and he has about 200 tigers, lions, jaguars, the whole lot, and he has two two husbands. What? Yes, what now? I I swear to God, he has two husbands. He's married two blokes. (laughs) Right. his rival is a is I just hear this right. His rival is a board who lives not too far away, and she has her own animal reserve as well. Right, and she has millions because her husband went missing years ago. Of course he did, and, and he reckons she fed him to a fucking tiger. Of course he did. Will you stop? Like <laughs> the only thing better than feeding it to tigers is feeding it to pigs. Um, it's mental. Sadio Mane's <laughs> documentary is going live tomorrow, which looks special. Says uh, Chris Brack. Um, where's it going live is it going is it going live on Amazon I'm not too sure oh Dylan O'Rourke says zero Neves it's not worth my time oh Jesus she's harsh Neves is very hard to impress Grey's Anatomy has just got absolutely slammed there Um, what's our what's Neves I wonder what Neves take is on the Tiger King Um, the Tiger King is wild every episode just gets wilder as it goes along says Chris Owen Borg says we've had to stay two meters away from Tigers now after the Tiger tested positive in the zoo what yeah New York or something wasn't it yeah yeah, Tiger tested positive for coronavirus. Um, oh, okay, so a Tiger did test positive for the coronavirus. Yeah. So yeah. Owen is yeah. just saying if you happen oh. to be if you happen to be yeah. randomly near the Tiger, just stay away. Sorry, yeah. there's a part of that Tiger program, right, where there's a board, a woman feeding this Tiger and it rips her arm off. And I mean, like, clean. Yeah. And the film crew was there and a woman goes... Gets our arm sound up. Not now. It doesn't get the arm sound back on because the tiger's in the cage munching on it. But she's back in work about three days later. Ah, yeah. Yeah. She wasn't furloughed. I can tell you that. It's, just a, flesh, it's yeah. just a flesh film. Like. Uh, Megan McCallion says, Grey's Anatomy um, is amazing. One of the best shows in telly. New series started last Wednesday, Paddy. Oh, Paddy's all over when he's on the open. Anyway, it's unreal. Uh, let me see. Uh, Rakuten TV, apparently, is free to watch documentary. Uh, that's with regards to uh, Sadio Mane. Uh, four Neves for Tiger King. Um, four Neves being 80, 4 out of 5. Um, yeah. It's fucked up. Uh, and she's one episode in. Um, so more to follow from Neve with regards to that. So Neve is now our correspondent for when you need it just to. Uh, Yes, Neil. Just, I suppose, an independent uh, opinion on something because Dylan is clearly just he 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 just keeps saying good morning to everyone. He doesn't even know what the <laughs> fuck's going on. So, um, and which is yeah. fair enough. Uh, we're, we're all a bit all over the place. Um, yeah. So programs to watch. I'm watching the one, of course, on Amazon Prime called Bosch, which is deadly. Um, that looks. It's the business. I'm four series in. I think there's five series, and the sixth is due out. But one called Bosch. Uh, Keith, could you recommend anything to watch other than the Tiger King? You know and what I'm only watching at the moment is Better Call Saul. I never oh, really watched a show. Yeah, because I sort of got a bit pissed off and Breaking Bad. So at, towards the end of it, now I, I finished and I watched the movie and all. Mm. But I only started on Better Call Saul, and I'm dug into that. It's very good. I've only the four season done, but um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get through. As Paddy said, you're just looking for stuff to watch, you know what I mean? So yeah. there'll be loads of stuff getting hovered up now mm. over the next few weeks. Dan Tomo says Money Heist is class. Is that the one? It's dubbed. Yeah, it's dubbed. Yeah, it's, yeah it's Grizz never shuts up about it. Um, 
Grizz never shuts up about it. Uh, Stranger and Safe are really good. And Netflix says Chris plus Friday Night Dinner is funny. Own Book says Sunday Until I Die is a good watch. Ozark is lethal. Just finished season three, says Barry Devaney. Barry, I was watching that, right? And I nearly sure I got through the four series. And the second series, basically, without spoiling it, a really important person relating to the guy that went to, to live in the Ozarks, turns up and has his head completely taken off it was about a half an hour later by a mad album and I can't remember where in the series it was so it, Barry if you want to let me know when around that was, was it just the start of the second series because I am going to take it back up because loads of people have Ozark, said it's deadly brilliant. Um, yeah, brilliant. Did you, sorry did you just watch that one about Leeds on uh, the Leeds documentary no. no, it's actually very good very 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 good I have to say okay it, it's on uh, it's on Amazon. Your man yeah, Bielsa is the manager of Leeds. Oh, really? And he, he basically he's he's a lunatic. Yeah. Actually oh, it's, it's a map, very, man. very good. But it goes into sign and now uh number Daniel James was playing for Swansea. Mm. Yeah. And he goes to sign. to sign him, didn't he? Yeah. No, it go in the documentary it shows you that look he's there, everything is signed. He's doing his photographs with the fucking kit now. And they're just waiting for a bit of paperwork to come over from Swansea, like to sort out like money's agreed, money's like getting transferred the whole lot. And at about five to twelve, his agent just turns around and says, It's not happening. And he walk out the door. Yeah. It's like it gives you an insight to what actually happens. Like, yeah, yeah. Mad. <clears throat> um Megan says she's rewatching Sons of Anarchy on Netflix. Would recommend that. The what fella that the fella that's in Love. Bosch, the fella that's the main guy in Bosch. That I spoke about yeah. is actually in Sons of Anarchy. I think he Funny might be like Mickey O'Feelan or something like that is his bleeding yeah. name in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. so um yeah. Owen Book says he's really watching Curb Your Enthusiasm at the moment. People are getting through loads of stuff that they used mm. to watch. Um I'm mixing up my time between doing these shows, watching that Bosch, um playing golf on the Xbox and uh playing football manager 2018. Um I'm currently um just for people that want to know and there's loads he's out there I know. Uh I was with NEC in Holland. I won the the, the Jupiter League to get into the Eredivisie. Is, is that what's called the Eredivision something Eredivisie, like that? Yeah. yeah uh, I got in there. Um I'm five games in. I've won all five. I've no money, but I don't know how I'm doing it, but I am. Um so there you go. Uh biggest bullet Last question, right? Biggest bullet dodged by Liverpool in terms of signings, uh, says Chris Brack. Uh, like Lee Bowyer, he says. Any, any signings out there that you went, thank fuck we didn't do that? Uh, what was your mommy going to sign for Alonso? Uh, sign for fucking City. Stewart, no. Garrett Barry. Garrett Barry. Okay. Yeah. A BBS, big bag of shite. Okay. Keith, I mean, any for you? Well, there's been a stack of them over the last few years, hasn't that? Like Conor Plianka and Alex Teixeira. I think that Alex Teixeira probably because he just fucked off to China and done nothing. Like Conor Plianka went and, you know, done stuff in Germany and Sevilla and that sort of arsed about Europe. But, you know, man, Alex Teixeira, we were scabby for him at the time and didn't happen. And everyone was up in arms as, you know, football Twitter does tend to be. And he's just fallen off a cliff somewhere. I haven't heard from him since. I'm going to give you the right answer. Go on. Henrik Mkhitaryan. Yeah, that was another one, wasn't it? He yeah, was one yeah. that we are linked with all the time and we are absolutely creaming ourselves over. Yeah. And he arrived at, was it United? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was dort. He went to uh, Arsenal. And he was Sanchez. Sorry, Sanchez is worse. Ah, no, oh, Sanchez Sanch- would have been Grant. Sanchez would have been Grant with us, but at he was time. good at Arsenal. But... Uh, Mick Atarium was mad and then um, 
he's in Rome. I think he's alone at Rome and now just a waste. He is, yeah. Uh, Mkhitaryan was excellent at Dortmund and then went to United and they didn't play remotely the same. Like, didn't play to his uh, style at all. Mm. Uh, them weird transfers. Own books is oh. Ian Air. Ian Air is still in Ukraine trying to sign Bianca. <laughs> Thomas Lamar. Thomas Lamar is right up there. I think Thomas Lamar is a good player. I just don't. I think he picked yeah. the wrong club to go to. I think he's decent. Kevin O'Sullivan says uh, Arda Turan. Um, yeah, there's there's plenty of names there. There's absolutely plenty of names. Right, what are we doing for the rest of the week? Uh, today is Tuesday. We are on Friday. We're definitely going to do one of the love hate shows where we pick three Liverpool players and we decide ex Liverpool players <laughs> and we decide if we like them or hate them. And we talk about their arrival at the club, the influence they had, their best moments, their departures, and stuff like that. Uh, spoiler: Michael Owen will be on this one this week. I d- <laughs> demand it. Um, what else? Well, we, we might try to throw something in on Thursday or Saturday. We'll see how we get on. If anything pops up that's worth chatting about, we absolutely will. Just to remind you again before you go, Twitter, um, Spotify, Apple Pods, downloads, wherever you can find us, go and find us. The hot mic thing is the big thing at the moment. Like I said, download the app. Put in your email and password. Hit LFCDT um, as the invite code. You'll find it on our Twitter anyway. Hit that. Go in and you can find the app. And as soon as we go live anywhere or we're about to go live, um, you will get a notification. It's a really, really simple interface to use and it's really, really good. And more and more of our shows are going to turn up there as well as YouTube and Periscope. Um, Dylan O'Rourke wants us to talk about Bellamy and Owen in this love. Hey, uh, Chris Brack wants um, Nick Barnby. Chris Brack will probably be on the show on Friday night. Um, I know he's available, so we'll have Chris on with Keith and we'll discuss them three. Um, Emil Heskey says own book. There's loads of names we can pop in. Um, so listen, all, I'm, all we're asking is, especially Jordan this time, you know, content is hard because there's no actual football going on and, you know, fucking Man United fans aren't fucking crying because we're going to win the league. So <laughs> you, you, it's hard to find stuff. So like I said, across all the social platforms, follow us, you know, um, share our material. Discord, you can go onto Discord and set up yourself account, get in there and have your say and cause murder if you want. It doesn't bother us. And, um, you know, <laughs> anything, anything you want to do, anywhere you can find us, just... Hook yourself up with with the day trippers on, on as many social platforms as you can, and it means you won't miss an absolute thing. But of course, it gives you the chance to have your input on what we should talk about. You know, the lads in Discord, you know, put in some great stuff. I have got a note, and we are going to use it as the weeks go on. Um, it's been a great show. It's just been about an hour. It's been really, really good. Paddy, um, a gent as always. If we don't speak to you before the baby comes, the best of luck with my man. Thank you. Thank you. 100%. No well problem. Said. And Keith, I will talk to you soon. I will talk to you on Friday, definitely, but we might yeah. read something in before then, yeah? Yeah, no bother. Okay, good stuff. Friday show, of course, will be on uh, Hot Mic and YouTube, just to let you know, okay? Uh, that's been the Fatback for our daily. Thanks a million for joining us. As always, you've been great. The comments have been excellent. Uh, the input's been great. We've we've took, we've taken on another employee today. Well, people are letting people go. We're taking people on. Neve is the latest uh, member of the Trippers. <laughs> and if you need an independent um, opinion on anything, she will give you a not, no Neves, up to a five Neves, depending on what you put towards her. Um, that's it. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. At Acuity Insurance, we believe the things you do for your business are heroic, and you deserve someone equally heroic to protect them. We put our all into covering your business so you can focus on the things you love most. That's the power of heart. Acuity Insurance, wholeheartedly for you. Everybody should definitely come to Baltimore. We have a way of speaking to each other through food. 
It's really renewed for me my love of what I do. It's going to take something far stronger than a pandemic to defeat us. All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. See what we've got going on. Plan your visit at baltimore.org. Sports Social Podcast Network.